What's good, Faith Walkers? Welcome back to the God's Vibes podcast. Hello. Have you heard that you can get coaching with me live on the God's Vibes podcast? What? It's called the God's Vibes Hotline. So you can fill out a form in the show notes. If you follow me on social media at Miss Juliana Page, it's spelled M-S-J-U-L-I-N-A-P-A-G-E. If you follow me there, you'll see an actual link where you can find all of my links to things, but there is one for the God's Vibes Hotline. There is a form that you can fill out and then you can coach with me live on the podcast. We're not recording the video. This is just the audio only. So it's very much hotline style. And then this will be able to be shared live and anonymously. You can share your first name, but people wouldn't be able to track you down and figure out who you are. This is strictly for people to get the benefit of coaching, coaching with God, receiving prophetic wisdom, getting breakthrough, and really just seeing the power of coaching, truly. So if you've got a burning question, if you know there's something in your life that you want coaching on, this is a great opportunity to do so. You can join me and get coaching live here on the podcast. It's such a blessing to be courageous to share and to allow other people to get coached through you and to grab your testimony and your breakthrough as well. Because when we get a breakthrough, we get a testimony, we share it with somebody, we release it to them too, that we show them what's possible with God. So it's very, 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 very powerful words, (laughs) very powerful. So you can fill out that form couple of ground rules here. If you fill out and submit that form, that is like booking an, apport- an appointment. We operate with a culture of honor around here and encourage go. So we are respectful of people's time. We are respectful of their presence and their investment. So if you fill out that form and you don't show, you will not be able to book another call that is recorded. <laughs> So you don't get to reschedule, you don't get another opportunity. So you have to make sure that when you are booking, that you book a time that you can keep. Now, the other thing as well, currently you can only book one spot, okay? Just to make sure that everybody can have an opportunity. And it is on a first come, first serve basis. So there is limited availability, but this is totally free and you can get coaching live with me on the God's Vibes podcast. Free coaching, it's kind of a no-brainer. So definitely definitely invest in that. The other thing is I do have a couple of spots on my calendar. So if you do want to coach together one-on-one for real in real life, personally one-on-one with me, you can email my team info at julianapage.com for information on that. That is a rare opportunity. I'm offering that less and less these days. So if that is something that you want, if you want to reserve a spot on my calendar and work together, you can email the team info at julianapage.com to do so. Okay. That would be private coaching one-on-one. So if you feel more comfortable doing that, you can do that as well. All right. And thank you. Huge thank you from the bottom of my heart to everybody that has gone to Apple Podcasts, that has rated the podcast five stars, that have left such beautiful reviews. It is such a blessing, such an honor to get to connect with you every single week and just receiving those words of encouragement and knowing that this podcast is blessing you gives me life. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I want to encourage you if you do listen, there are thousands of you. There should also be thousands of reviews. Why? 
not because I'm just grateful for that, but that is actually how other people get blessed. And we live in a culture that is so focused on just me and mine and consuming, but we need to build a culture of generosity and send and release blessings. The same way you were blessed, bless other people. Share. It costs you zero dollars to actually share and care about somebody else. So I encourage you right now, right now, go to Apple Podcasts, rate the podcast five stars, leave a review. This is how this podcast literally gets exposed to more people. It gets into more hearts and into more homes. And what a blessing. People getting breakthrough, people getting transformation, people connecting with God. And you could be a facilitator of that. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And if you've not, take a minute now, subscribe when you do. You'll know anytime a new episode is released, you'll get a notification. So that's pretty fun. We regularly have Tune In Tuesdays, but we're going to be having different episodes now with the God's Vibes Hotline and some pop up episodes and things. So when you subscribe, you're the first to know. And it's super fun. I've, I've just found that they are released right on time from what I hear from you guys as well. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Take a minute now, subscribe, rate the podcast, leave a review, but don't stop there. When you do that, go to julianapage.com slash podcast and you can claim the God's Vibes Matter devotional, a 30-day devotional for free. All right, let's talk about a fun topic, shall we? This is going to be a bit of a teaching, but so, so powerful. So this was a powerful takeaway in a session. And it just was, I don't do this often, but it was something that God dropped in my heart to share because this is just so powerful. And he gave me a whole download. Often when I'm coaching, whoo, man, the way God shows up is absolutely amazing every single time. But this is really powerful. So what I wanted to talk to you about was how you can really facilitate a breakthrough in your life. Like you don't have to wait on one, you can facilitate one. Okay. So think about your day. Okay. What is true and what is promised to all of us is that we have the same amount of time every day. Okay. But there are people that have high capacity to fill their days and they have a whole lot of energy. They're able to knock out all sorts of things and it doesn't make sense. Like you look at them and you're like, how is this happening? And then there's people that don't seem to do a whole lot or they don't even recognize what they're doing because they're multitasking or they're caught up in so many things or they're constantly stressed out. So days just go by, right? Different capacity, same amount of time, different capacity. So we're going to talk about capacity training a little bit today and how you can actively facilitate your own breakthrough. Okay. Because capacity is something that is cultivated. It is something that is trained. It is something that is prepared through a process over a period of time. Okay. So when you think about Olympic athletes, they are preparing for the Olympics for a very long time for a very short performance. (laughs) Right. Or when you think about Uh, people that produce movies, they're spending lots of money and preparing for years for something that's only two hours, okay? Like, when you think about anything, when you think about books that are written, okay, those are often over years, right? Over months and years for something that you can read, let's say in an audio book, between six to eight hours. (laughs) So just for example, recognize this, the sacrifice, the preparation, the wrestle to 
express the treasure that is in you is a process. And the investment of time is often, in terms of just time alone and sacrifice, it's greater. The preparation is greater than the actual performance time. Okay, when you think about even presenting a speech on stage, right? When you're actually a trained speaker, you're training it, you're preparing it, you're practicing it, you're critiquing it, you're refining it, you're rewriting it, you're making it stronger, you're really thinking about your audience and researching. That takes a ton of time. So when speakers are paid, they're paid for all of their time in addition to their travel, not just their stage time, okay? Because the amount of time that it takes to actually prepare is way more than when you're on stage. It'll take you days and hours, sometimes weeks, to prepare for a speech that is anywhere from 15 minutes to an hour. That does not make sense, right? That's one of those, the math ain't mathing kind of thing. What you actually have to sew into it does not seem to match the return, okay? However, the return can yield results and it can multiply impact as well. Okay, so these are things to think about, but I just want you to see right now that you've got to sow where you want to go and you've got to prepare and train where you want to go to increase your capacity. Capacity is not random. People that have high capacity, they're not just gifted humans. They're not just special humans. They're trained humans. Okay, so when you are in life, you can really be operating with patterns, okay? I just want you to think about that. You, for example, are not your thoughts, but you've been thinking patterns of thoughts over time, so much so they become a stronghold and that has a stronghold on you and you believe it, so much so that that actually becomes your identity. You believe that that's who you are when it was just a thought that you keep thinking over time and now it's a stronghold and that's part of your identity, that's intense, right? Or emotions. You get so used to, let's say, worrying and being anxious. Like that's just how you do life. You think that's normal, but that's not normal at all, actually. But you do that all the time. So that's how you cope. That's how you survive. That's how you life. And you don't know any other options because you haven't trained any. So you just don't even think you have any other options. So you keep doing this one. But that is a pattern, okay? Just like you trained yourself to worry, you can train yourself to be confident. You can train yourself to be bold. You can train yourself to take risks. It's training, okay? Or sowing all these seeds in your heart, right? Not having boundaries, letting the wrong people have access to your heart, not processing pain, storing up bitterness and unforgiveness in there. That will put an unnecessary burden on your heart that will make your heart sick, okay? Which will then be reflected in your emotions and in your thoughts, but these are patterns of us doing things, okay? So when somebody hurts us, we shut down. We don't lean in. That could be an example. You do that a lot over time. All of that shutting down doesn't help you solve your problems, okay? You're getting the idea, right? So let's say that you wanna make a big life change, and I see this happen a lot, and I've lived this too, okay? That's why I can coach on this as well. (laughs) Because you can't coach somebody into a breakthrough that you've never stepped into, all right? That's why if you're not growing, you're not really gonna have a whole lot of new things to offer people. You have to constantly be growing and evolving. There's a quote that says you're either growing or you're dying, 
That's true, right? Because we're meant to constantly be evolving, going from strength to strength and glory to glory. But if we're not stretching, we're usually not growing. We're just getting comfortable, which means we're regressing. Picture it with your muscles, okay? If you're not working out your body, you don't have muscle mass. The muscle mass goes away because you're not lifting weights. So the same thing is true with us. We need to be in resistance training all the time. Resistance is not bad. It's what helps you develop, okay? It's what helps you Work out your salvation. Work out what is in you. All right? So let's say you want to do a courageous thing with your life. You want to step into a dream or a goal. And you're like, I know what to do. I like know what to do. But here's the thing. I'm not doing it. And if I do, like maybe there's like a little spurt and I'm amped for a day and then I don't actually follow through for weeks at a time. And then... I just find that I just keep getting in my way and then I take no action. So I know what to do. I'm kind of doing it like a little bit. I'm super inconsistent and then I just give up on it completely and then I just get in my way and then I can't get back on the horse, right? So an example of this, you know to go to the gym. You know to work out. Like you know that's good for your body. You know that it's it's great to have muscle mass because that actually helps you be strong, that helps your bones, that helps your joints, that helps your flexibility. It helps bring immunity to your body when you're working out, right? It helps relieve stress. It helps you clear your mind, okay? It helps you do so many things. It helps your heart, your cardiovascular health. So exercise is really great. Like, you know this. Like, somebody doesn't really have to convince you of that. You just know that, (laughs) (laughs) Okay, it's not just a weight loss strategy, it's a health strategy. So you know this, right? But you're not doing it. Okay, and what do we see? We see a bunch of people like start gym memberships at the very beginning of the year, like, this is my year. Yeah, I'm gonna go to the gym. And then you like you do it for a few days and you're like, yeah, I'm feeling good. Okay. Then you get stressed at work. Then the kids are doing this. Then you get this news over here. Then this thing is happening. Now you're not at the gym right? You're, you're not sleeping. You're not eating well. You have the membership that you keep paying for and you're just suddenly in your way. Okay. But what did I just describe to you? A pattern. Okay. That was a pattern. That whole thing, if you break it down, those are patterns. You're not a bad human. Okay. This has nothing to do with your identity. It has nothing to do with who you are. This is just patterns that you kept choosing. And just like you chose to do all those things, you can choose new things, okay? It's just about getting consistent in the right things, okay? So when it comes to patterns, here's a couple of things to think about that could be really helpful for you, okay? Number one, when it comes to self-sabotage, and I teach about this a lot, okay? Because we really move from self-sabotage to self-mastery around here and a lot of what we're doing When it comes to sabotage, a way to start breaking it is self-awareness, embracing self-awareness. And self-awareness requires you to be present. It requires you to be fully focused and engaged in the moment. So I just encourage you in this moment right now to think about your life. How often are you actually fully invested in the moment? You're not on social media. You're not on your phone in any sort of way. You don't just like call a human because you can't sit by yourself for five minutes. You're just fully present in a moment. Maybe you're listening to somebody in a conversation. You're actually listening to them. Or maybe you're in your car and you don't have the radio on. Or maybe you're just sitting enjoying a coffee shop without even looking at your phone. Just enjoying the scenery and the sunshine and people watching, whatever you're doing. But you're fully in the moment. When are you actually ever fully in the moment? 
When we are not fully in the moment, our brain is processing so much. Emotionally, we're all over the place, right? Being fully in the moment is how you start accessing awareness. It's how you start accessing presence. It's how you can actually start listening for the Holy Spirit, for the voice of God in your life. But we're never present. So we miss it, okay? So self-awareness is going to be how you start breaking patterns. The more you stack, the more distracted you get, that's the outcome. You're going to sow distraction, you're going to reap distraction, okay? So patterns. When you are aware, you can recognize them. What I just described to you, you were just like, oh my God, that's what I keep doing. That's a pattern. It's a pattern of thinking. It's a pattern of choosing. And it's a pattern of behavior. Okay. So recognizing this pattern comes from self-awareness. Self-awareness, right, allows you to recognize a pattern which gets you out of chaos. That what I just described to you is chaos. None of that was blessing you. None of that was helping you. None of that is going to evolve you in a way that is productive over time. So recognizing a pattern. So for example, take nature. Nature has a pattern. It has seasons, spring, summer, fall, and winter, okay? In these different seasons, we can do different things that are effective in those seasons, right? In winter, you know, you're, you're shedding things, right? You're, you're getting rid of stuff, right? You're, you're using less energy because you're kind of hibernating, So you're reflecting, you're slowing down, right? In the spring, you're leaping forward. You're excited. The sun is out again. You're doing some spring cleaning. (laughs) You're donating things. You're making space for new stuff. In the summer, you're just playing and having a great time, right? And in the fall, there's more pruning and shedding so that you can reflect and slow down a little bit and then spurt and spring out again, right? So there's different seasons for doing different things. And if you took these in business too, like you want to know what season that you're in so that you can really embrace the season, okay? But that's something that you can recognize, all right? So for example, you can, when you recognize patterns and what typically happens, you can adapt. That's the point of recognizing the pattern. So in an example of this, I was led to do all sorts of speaking in 2019, okay? And that was going to be a huge part of the strategy for 2020. But if you all remember what happened, <laughs> that was not a good strategy. And people that were speaking were losing their speaking engagements and the world was shifting. So I sensed that it was time to go online in a, a different way. To not do, obviously, in-person events and connect with people that way, to, but to go online and learn different ways to connect with people online. That was adapting. I saw that this pattern was not working, at least for not right now, and we don't know what that transition is. So the key is, God, what are you doing next? Help me to connect with you and build over here for what's next. But I had to recognize a pattern that was not working so I could choose a new one. With me, it would have been really different and not wise to be trying to keep building if something's not working. Recognize it and adapt, right? But that was pattern recognition. Now, what you can do when you can recognize it from a place of self-awareness, right? Once you know the pattern, you need to know how to use it to get better results, okay? How do I utilize this pattern? How do I make this useful or effective to me? How do I make this work for me, okay? So in the example that I just gave, how can I adapt to this new challenge that we're facing in the world? The world is really dark. 
The, the world is going through a crisis. People are gonna be all over the place. They're gonna need help. They're gonna need support. What tools do I have in my hand that I can work to be of service to these people? And what ways can I reach them to be a blessing? I gotta get busy about that. Like if this isn't working, that doesn't minimize the fact that people are in pain and they need help. How do I make sure that I am open, available, accessible, and that they can get the help that they need, okay? You know, an example of that, podcasting, coaching, all of these things, do it online. You know, I've had offices in person where people would come to meet with me. Well, that didn't always work because then they'd have to commute and that doesn't make sense in the city that I'm in, right? They'd really have to drive a lot, then they're stressed out from the commute. Like, it doesn't make sense. Just hop on a call with me, right? And I get it. A lot of times people just want to connect in person, but there's so many benefits of connecting with anybody anywhere in the world at any time virtually. So really embracing that made sense. So if you're in a unique season, what can you do in that season? So an example, when I was talking about the winter season, in the winter, that's a great time to come back in, to pause, to evaluate, to sharpen, to refine, to maximize the hours, right? To figure out a new workflow. You know, if it's getting darker earlier, which I'm not a huge fan of, I'm gonna get up earlier. Okay, I'm gonna work with the flow of the time so I'm not resisting it because I'm probably gonna start having, you know, your circadian rhythms and all of that start shifting, right? So how do I work with what's happening versus resist it and fight it and not get anything done? So winter could present this open door to innovate, to pivot, to make things better, to create something new because you're not gonna be as busy with functions outside and playing and doing all the things and vacationing and whatever you do in the summer, right? Like now you can hibernate and just knock out a lot of things, okay? Versus just getting drunk and partying and all that and like wasting your energy. You can actually create a lot in a very short period of time, but that's a decision and it's recognizing a pattern. How can you make it easy for yourself, right? And get out ahead, right? I even like considering the new year starting in November versus the new year starting in January. Why? Because everybody gets all hype about a new year in January and they got all these weird parties and things going on and then they got all this energy. And I'm like, I just like to get out ahead of all of that. And so November works for me, <laughs> right? And then I can take a break in February or adapt and refine in February and keep going, right? So you've got to find what works for you. But the point is you have to be able to recognize it so then you know how to use it that works for you personally. So the key is using the pattern, not letting the pattern use you or work against you. You are the one that is meant to rule and reign in life, to have dominion first over your innermost parts. You've got to rule and reign over your inner life before you're ever going to be able to do it effectively in your outer life. Okay, so recognize it, know how to use the light is it, and then even better, and I know when I first learned this, this was crazy. So one, I used to think that I was not creative, right? However, if you've ever had that belief, you are made in the image and likeness of your creator, and he is the creator. <laughs> He's creative, right? So you are too. So you are not not creative. How you live your life is creative. How you communicate is creative. How you express yourself, how you carry yourself, how you dress, all of that is creative. It's not necessarily painting. It's not necessarily writing. It's not necessarily some, you know, literal art form. Sometimes it is just literally your life and how you live. That is creative. You are creating things every day 
whether you're aware of it or not. You're creating with your thoughts. You're creating with your moods and your energy. You're creating with your beliefs. You're creating with your words. You're creating with your behavior and with your actions. You are creating all of the time. And the key is to start becoming aware of it because if you don't like it, you can change it. If it's not serving you, you can change it. If it's not making you better in your life and you're not full and fulfilled, right? You can change it. You are not stuck. You can change it. So here's how. You can actually create patterns. Why this is valuable is, is you are not at the effect of your life. You are at the cause of your life, okay? So life is not happening to you. It is happening for you, okay? So even if you're going through a difficult relationship situation, it's mirroring something for you to look at. That's actually helping you. Or even if you're going through a job situation, that is prickly, right? That's revealing something for you. It's helping you find your edge and grow and develop and break through something that could have been limiting you. When God, right, through the Holy Spirit gives us conviction, this gentle conviction, it's exposing an area in our heart where we're not trusting or we have insecurity and God doesn't want us to live from there. So he's exposing it so we can release it. We can turn from that, we can give it to him, and we can actually walk in freedom. So God's not exposing something to punish us or shame us. He's doing it to help us embrace more freedom in our life, okay? Now, with pattern creation, this is all about being conscious. A lot of times we live our life unconsciously. We're not aware of how we're showing up. We're not fully present in the moment. We're not paying attention. We're multitasking, so no moment is memorable or intentional in any sort of way whatsoever. We're just checking it, checking through the day, just plugging away, right? The whole day goes by. We don't even know what we did. That is not living. That is not life. So you can actually intentionally create patterns that give you life. Patterns can give you life, okay? And this is where it gets really fun, (laughs) okay? So there are things you can do to change your life no matter what is happening. And I know that this sounds unbelievable or impossible, but with God, Okay, with man, that might be impossible. With God, all things become possible, even your energy, okay? Even your ability to create. God can partner with you. You can partner with God. You can co-create with God and create different results in your life. So what patterns could you create that would bring you more abundance, vitality, passion, success, or even wealth into your life, okay? What daily habit has you leaning into stress, let's say, that could be replaced with a habit that actually elevates you into joy, into strength. When you create patterns, you have a different level of power in your life, okay? And this is really how you get out of this autopilot, going through the motions, getting into a comfort zone, getting into a rut, just getting stuck and sort of like digging a hole in the ground. And this is how you actually get intentional about your life and you increase your capacity, okay? So let's take that example. Like I know what I'm supposed to be doing. Like I I do have the common sense that is not so common. However, I'm not doing it. And I don't know why I'm doing it, but I keep getting my way and I keep staying in an action. Like I'm procrastinating, I'm being lazy, I'm putting other people's needs above my own, like I'm making excuses for things I know that I shouldn't be making excuses for, but I keep doing it and here I am. And it feels ugh, mer, right? Okay, cool. What you want to do first is investigate, right? Recognize what is happening. Like you're aware 
of a pattern. You just described it. Like there's this thing that I know to do that I'm not doing and I keep sabotaging myself. Like what is going on? Okay. So actually explore that. What is going on? Well, okay. When you think about this pattern, where did you learn that that was an okay pattern? Like where did you learn that that is how you're going to cope with life? Where did you learn that? Okay. So maybe you, when you were a teenager, did not like anybody telling you what to do. So you started rebelling. Or maybe in school, there were some teachers that really got under your skin. You didn't want to listen to what they had to say because you didn't trust what they had to say because you didn't like their advice (laughs) or their teaching. You didn't agree with it, right? So you decided no one will ever tell me what to do ever again in my life, right? You might do something like that. Or maybe you had some parents that were like hardcore disciplinarians, right? The people that were, you are five minutes early and you're already late kind of people. So maybe you just did not like responsibility and structure because it just felt so limiting and restrictive. You see what I'm saying? This started somewhere. So just investigate from a place of curiosity, where did this pattern start? Because at one point, this pattern served you, right? At one point, like this was working for you and you had no issues with it. But now it's at a point where you don't like it because now you can identify it and you're not proud of it. It doesn't feel good. Like I do want to go to the gym. That's why I invested in it right? That's why I got hype about it. But now I'm not doing it. Like I do want to do it. Like I know it's a good thing, but I'm not doing it. Okay. So where did the pattern start? Well, you know, this one time in elementary school, we had to do this race and I didn't want to do it, but like we had to, it was a requirement for the school because it's all about keeping kids off drugs. So they made us do this race. And so I did this race, but I hated every minute of it. My body felt like it was just falling apart. I couldn't breathe. I was so sore. So I'm like, I'm never doing that again. Okay. So now, because that felt awful, maybe that is what you picture working out feeling like and looking like all the time. (laughs) So you're like, that was so painful. I don't want to do it. I think there's probably benefits to it. You know, maybe you, you don't gain weight or maybe you keep a healthy weight or maybe it keeps your body in a healthy state or it's, you know, all of these things I was listening. Great cardiovascular health. It helps you relieve stress, right? Gets oxygen flow going in your body in a great way. Like you get deeper breathing going on versus shallow breathing throughout your day. It's great, right? It could give you energy. It gets your metabolism going, all the things, right? So you know that it's good for you, but you don't want to feel that way. So you want to avoid pain. That's the whole point. So you learned this pattern to avoid pain. Okay, cool. Well, just like you have a pattern to avoid pain, you can have a pattern to create pleasure or to create self-respect or to create confidence or to create courage, to create boldness, to increase a capacity of what you do want. If you have a low capacity in something, you can train yourself to increase that capacity. Make sense? Okay. So investigate where did that pattern come from? Like recognize it, understand it. Like this is why I do that thing. No wonder. Like I'm still acting like I was when I was in elementary school. Maybe it's time to upgrade my pattern. Because <laughs> when I was operating in elementary school, I was not very evolved, right? I know different things now, okay? So understand why, okay? And then to 
change the pain, right? Right now, you've gotten comfortable with this pattern. So to change the pain, actually dig into what is this costing you to keep this pattern going in your life? Like now that you recognize it, engaging in this pattern over and over and over again, what is it costing you? Okay, so an example of this. Let's say that you had an addiction of some kind. What is this? And maybe it's not a full-blown addiction that is you know, something that is turning into a mental health issue like alcoholism, let's say, where it can turn into a full-blown disease. So maybe it's not like that, but you have this social media addiction, you're addicted to it. Maybe you're addicted to drama, like you don't know how to just live in peace. You think that peace is boring, (laughs) okay? If you think peace is boring, you might be addicted to drama, right? You have to have something agitating going on all the time. And that's actually not freedom. That's bondage. But you might be addicted to drama. So you're constantly looking for it. And you love watching shows about it. You love getting in other people's business. You love gossiping. You're probably addicted to drama. And that's also likely a reflection of a sick soul. Okay. An example. Now let's say maybe you're addicted to worrying. Maybe you're addicted to comparing yourself to other people. Maybe you're just addicted to binging learning right? You're getting all of this knowledge, but you're not doing anything with any of it. What is the point, right? So you get it. Maybe you're addicted to these things that anything that becomes an addiction is not actually serving you anymore. Anything that we're doing to the point of obsession is not helpful, okay? Anything taken to an extreme is not helpful. Even even eating good foods is not helpful. Getting too much of one supplement could actually affect your body in a negative way, Okay, and you could be like, I'm getting all of this vitamin, vitamin A, right? But too much of vitamin A, too much of vitamin D could actually work against you. Okay, so you've got to be aware of this. Too much of a good thing is bad too. All right, so what is it costing you to have this pattern, to be addicted to this thing, to constantly keep this thing in motion? Maybe it's costing you peace. Maybe it's costing you your focus. Maybe it's costing you your agency in life, your ability to make decisions that help you. Maybe it's costing you your well-being. Maybe it's costing you your sanity. Maybe it's costing you your health, like your little health is starting to deteriorate and you have no immunity in your body. You're always susceptible to getting sick. Maybe it's costing you your fulfillment. Maybe it's costing you uh, your time, your life. (laughs) Okay. Now when you see the cost, you're like, oh, like I don't, I don't, that, that's painful. Like I thought that, you know, this pattern was helping me avoid pain. But when I see what this is costing me, like that's actually way more painful. Okay. Awesome. Keep going. Keep going. We're peeling back more layers. Now, what do you gain? Okay. Like if you were to create a new pattern, like let's say that you got rid of this thing because you just identified that it was a painful, what would you gain if you actually created a new pattern? So new pattern with this is I know what to do. I do it. I get the outcome. Like I know what to do. I sow what I'm supposed to sow and I reap a harvest of that thing. Okay. No do reap harvest. No sow reap harvest. Okay. So what do I gain from doing that? From doing the things that I know to do, what do I gain? So maybe you gain self-respect. That's helpful. Maybe you gain self-esteem. Maybe you gain integrity, right? We will never respect ourselves and love ourselves when we're constantly breaking promises with ourselves and when we have no integrity. And unfortunately, when we have no integrity with ourselves, we invite manipulation, deception, and control into our life. 
we invite abuse into our life, usually in the form of psychological or emotional abuse. Even if that's just the enemy bullying you, okay? But we don't become strong when we are breaking promises with ourselves and flowing out of integrity. You've got to move in integrity, okay? So I like to think about building integrity momentum, having things that you're doing all the time to keep promises with yourself, okay? So maybe you gain pride, like you're actually proud of yourself. Maybe you gain confidence, like you actually enjoy yourself and you're kind of a fun human and you like spending time with yourself and discovering this hidden treasure that God put in on the inside of you. Maybe you actually are effective. (laughs) You start accomplishing things that you never thought you could do. And so you're actually motivated and you've got energy to, to keep going, right? So maybe you're also gaining freedom. You're gaining freedom in your life and you're you're gaining fulfillment. So what might that be worth to you to pursue? Interesting, right? What, what might it be worth to you to create a pattern that will allow you to get those results, right? When you see what this old pattern is doing, right? It's almost like having your old nature, spiritually speaking, which is supposed to be dead, okay? When you got baptized, you were born again, okay? You went under the water, your old man died, it stayed under there, you came up and you're a new man, okay? But what we have this tendency to do is we have this tendency to revive our dead self and keep giving it life and keep allowing it to call the shots in our life, okay? But it's dead, which means you don't give it life, you let it be dead. (laughs) And you start patterning your knife after your new creation self. How do you know that you're doing that? You start producing the fruit of the spirit. The fruit of the spirit will give you the will to do what pleases God and the ability to carry it out. He will give you the desire and the will to carry it out. And then when you follow through on that, when you flow in the spirit of God, you produce the fruit of the spirit. You cannot produce the fruit of the spirit without the spirit of God. But when you're flowing in step with the spirit of God, suddenly you start producing patience. Suddenly you start producing meekness. Suddenly you start producing long suffering. And when you would have given up really easily at the first sign of it not going well, now you can endure and you can actually have some staying power and press through something and get an outcome. Like what? Who are you? You're this person that is able to... Uh, persevere. You're this person that is suddenly resilient when you used to be so weak and fragile. God, God, you're working the new nature. You're working according to a new pattern. Okay. God has patterns. There's a rhythm, there's a flow and you can catch it. You can flow with God every single day. Okay. So what could you do? You've recognized the pattern and you're like, Ooh, like how I'm using this pattern. This is not helping me. Like I can see that this pattern, when I keep Choosing it creates sabotage in my life and destruction, and I don't want to be my own worst enemy. I want to advocate for myself and exercise my personal agency to create the results that I actually do want in my life. So instead of focusing on what I don't, I'm going to focus on what I do, and I'm going to sow where I want to go. (laughs) Okay? So now you're like, okay, what is the new pattern that I could create to get these outcomes? All right? So let's take the working out example. I... Uh, decided this must have been 20, 2019, somewhere around there. I think it was 2019. I decided to build a garage gym. Why? I was over driving to the gym, right? Like by the time you drive to the gym, like that could be 45 minutes to an hour just getting there. Then you spend, let's say like two hours at the gym, depending on how you move. Maybe it's an hour to two hours. Then you drive home. 
I don't have four hours to hashtag gym life. Like I just, I don't want to do that. Not, not any day, not every day. That's just not going to work for me. <laughs> it doesn't work with all the other things that I want to do. I don't have time to give four hours to working out. Not going to happen, right? And there's so much room for distraction there right? There's so much room to get swept up in other things. And I just need that time. So I got to maximize my time. It does not work for me. Okay. So this pattern of like driving to the gym, working out of the gym, right? Coming home from the gym, showering, then you're exhausted and you got to hydrate and you got to eat. Like you just wasted five hours of your day, kind of when it could have been 20 minutes, right? So I'm like, wait a minute, I got to get my time back. So instead of that, I'm like, cool, I'm going to build a garage gym. And then I'm like, how does one build a garage gym? (laughs) I'm going to research what I want in my garage gym, right? Then I'm going to get some help and like get things set up. So I had a mirror installed on my wall. I figured out what mats I wanted in there, what kind of weights I needed. And I didn't make it complicated. Now I have a garage gym and I've been working in my garage gym every single day since making that. Working out is not hard. I go in there from 20 to 30 minutes every day. I like do a workout online. I'm usually listening to something fun as well because I want to make it easy for me to show up. I'm like, I want it to be short. I want it to be effective. I want variety. I hate doing the same thing all the time. So I want variety. I just want somebody to tell me what to do. So I want to watch a workout video, but I usually don't like listening to their banter. So I turn them down and I'm going to watch a sermon or I'm going to listen to something that's actually feeding my spirit. I'm going to do this workout. I'm done in 20 or 30 minutes. I don't have to worry about anybody looking at me. I can be barefoot. I can have an open container in there. I can have whatever I want playing whatever music I want. I'm not in anybody else's space. I'm in my own little world. I reset. I get the benefits of it. I walk inside and go shower and I'm back on my game. That works for me. What is that? A new pattern. So what's happening here, I'm not thinking about my commute. I'm not frustrated. I'm not distracted. I literally walk in my garage. I work out. I get encouraged. I reset. I shower and then I keep it moving not complicated. And that took me 20 to 40 minutes. And I saved a ton of time. I got all of the benefits and I'm a happy human. I made it easy. I made it accessible. I didn't complicate it. And this pattern has been in my life. Like I just, I don't even know. My phone will tell me how many workouts that I've done, but I literally work out every single day and I just don't make it a thing. Now it might not be the same time every day, but I still move my body so I can get the benefits of it. Okay. So that's literally, I know what to do. I do it. But the way that I get out of my way is I make it easy for myself to support myself into getting the outcome I want, okay? I want to be encouraged. I want it to be fast and effective, right? I want it to be fun. I want variety. I want it to be accessible for me. And I don't want it to take up a lot of time in my day. Now I just work the pattern and I keep working the pattern. And now I look forward to that sometimes because it's just the break I need to offset all the things I'm thinking about. I don't even think about it. It's just going to happen and I don't worry about it. And now I'm not wasting so much energy being like, I should work out. What am I going to eat today? Like, I'm not doing any of that energy. None of it. None of it. I just gave myself so much energy back from not having to beat myself up all the time. Okay, so that's just an example. But what is a new pattern that you can create? I know what to do. I'm going to do it and I'm going to support myself into this thing versus sabotage myself out of this thing. I'm going to build integrity. I'm going to keep promises. I'm going to make it easy for myself to get a win, right? It's actually harder to be lazy. It's harder to not show up. When I focus, when I show up, when I execute, it gets done. And it doesn't have to be any more complicated than that. And I can just get really good at getting it done and supporting myself, okay? Now, 
Something that might be helpful to think about is how you define, a lot of times we're either motivated by avoiding pain or we want pleasure, okay? So we're either gonna try to like run from fear and avoid pain or we're gonna try to run straight into pleasure and instant gratification. But what we're not able to do is we're not able to see that putting off pleasure is actually how you get greater pleasure. Like disciplining yourself is how you actually access the outcome you desire, okay? So a word that a lot of us think about is the word freedom, okay? So a lot of times people will say, especially when I first stepped into entrepreneurship, a lot of people were like, I want time freedom and location freedom and schedule freedom. Like I want to be able to be wherever I want, do whatever I want, whenever I want. I'm like, must be nice. (laughs) Right. But this is what a lot of people say. Okay. And then if you are an entrepreneur stepped into that space, what you know is that that is not freedom. (laughs) And that's not what happens because now to be an entrepreneur, likely you have to be a consultant or run a business. Okay. And so you're actually thinking very different because you're not thinking like an employee now. Now everything rides on your shoulders when a boss or a company used to carry the weight of that. Now you do, right? So now your brain is thinking through way more. Now emotionally, you might not be trained to equip all the new things that your brain is thinking, right? And that might be hard on your body too. And if you're not taking care of your body, suddenly you don't have any freedom. (laughs) But you've got time and you can put whatever you want on your schedule, but you have no idea how to actually create structure for yourself because you're so used to working for somebody else. You're actually not free, right? So here's the thing, redefining freedom, an example of this. I believe that free will is freedom. Your ability to make choices a day at a time, a step at a time, a moment at a time makes you a powerful person, period, okay? Your free will, you can think for yourself, nobody else can think for you. You can speak for yourself, nobody else can speak for you, okay? You can believe, you can make choices, you can make powerful choices or you can make disempowered choices every single day. I can choose to be empowered or I can be disempowered. I can choose that every single day. That makes me powerful. Just my ability to make a choice makes me a powerful human because if I choose this and it's not the right one, I can choose again, okay? And I can get really, really good at choosing decisions that support me and progress me into my future, right? So freedom doesn't necessarily have to be time or money or getting to do whatever you want whenever you want, right? Or... um, life just flowing all the time. That that might not be what freedom is. So it's really important that you actually investigate the things that you say you want and get down to the roots of them. Because sometimes we'll say we want something, but it's just like this shallow wanting. We've never investigated it before, okay? Then the other thing, right? If you're somebody that is creative, let's say, or if you're somebody that worked for somebody else, or if you're somebody that rebels against authority and can't honor authority, you might be really freaked out by making plans, having a calendar, getting organized. That might feel stifling to you. That might feel like it's restricting you in some way. That might feel like bondage in some way. But I have worked with creatives for many, many years, like literally since 2009, okay? And what I know, are that creatives are brilliant. They've got all of the ideas, but what often happens, sadly, is that none of those ideas ever come to fruition. 
because they have an idea, they don't execute on it, they don't know how to create any structure for it, and then they actually kill the idea. It never has life. Like It's like having all these dreams and desires on the inside of you and they're never actualized. You never do the work to maximize your potential. Like your potential does not manifest on its own. It doesn't just happen. You happen to it, okay? <laughs> you discover it and you work it and then you express it in the world. That's work. That does not just happen by default. It doesn't just naturally and organically come out of you. You're doing something for that to happen, okay? And that's why actually having a great coach in your life to draw out the gold in you is really, really important. We're not trained to do this. We're trained to listen and to obey people. We're not trained to create and to think for ourselves and to take responsibility for ourselves and be really powerful. We're not trained to do that, so we've got to get training, okay? So, for example, if you're one of those people that's like, I don't like scheduling, okay? Or you don't like structure. I get it, okay? I was raised in a very structured environment. And I did all those sports too that required lots of structure. <laughs> all right. And I've been around a lot of people that have very strong OCD-like tendencies, okay? Like that level of tendency. So I know the extremes of structure and I too have not liked the idea of it, but I've benefited greatly from it, okay? And what I've found is now that I fully embrace that I am a creative human, even though I didn't think I was at one time, okay, you can change. This is the goal. <laughs> you can evolve. So now that I know that I am creative, structure gives me freedom to create. Structure gives me a container where my creativity can flow through. Where if I didn't have structure, my creativity would not come out. I wouldn't have any sort of timelines or deadlines or targets or goals. The creativity would never happen, right? I would never do anything. I wouldn't create anything. I wouldn't get anything done without structure. So I've got to have a plan. I've got to have a vision because we can't run with endurance after anything if we can't see it. <laughs> We're going to be like running all over the place and not getting anywhere. That's not fun. If you've ever been lost in the woods and you have no idea where you are, it's not a fun time. That's sort of what it's like when we don't have vision. When you have a vision, you can see where you're going. You can run with endurance after that thing because you're getting closer and closer and closer and closing that gap every day. So without vision, the people perish. You've got to have a vision. you got to run after that thing. Then, okay, once you have a vision, now you got to create a plan. Okay, I see that that's where I'm going. Cool. We've got our target now. How are we going to reverse engineer this thing? How are we going to set little plot points, right? Like when you're thinking about a road trip, you're going to need little pit stops along the way. So how are you going to make this journey for yourself? Okay, by this time, I'm going to knock this out. By this time, I'm going to do this. So I'm going to block time on my calendar to learn this. I'm going to block time on my calendar to execute this, right? I'm actually going to create space for me to create, for me to develop, for me to learn, for me to grow. I'm going to map it out and then I'm just going to execute. I'm not going to overthink it because it's just mapped out. I'm just going to show up and get it done. An example of this that I've shared, <laughs> this was really funny. So last year, God had told me to get all of my books, all five books, turn them into audiobooks. Okay. My old pattern was this. I was like, uh, that's going to be hard. Um, I'm probably going to have to rent a recording studio. So I'm going to have to research a recording studio and kind of maybe research a few and like vet people to make sure that they're giving me the best deal. And then they're able to do what I want and the quality of how I want it. And then I've got to 
sitting there for a certain amount of hours because I got to read the thing because I was getting all this feedback that people wanted me to read it. So then I got to read it and like, okay, it's probably going to take at least six to eight hours to actually read a thing. So I've got to book this much time. And on average, that's probably going to be between three to five K per book. And it's going to be all this time. And I just, I just don't see how that's worth my investment right now. I've got other things to be focusing on, right? So like this was my pattern. I was like, it's going to be hard. It's going to cost a lot of money. It's going to take a lot of time. And I ain't got time for that. And I'm not interested in making that a priority right now. Okay. But then God, <laughs> Jehovah Sneaky is like, you're going to, you're going to do this by this time. And I'm like, oh, okay. Now I could have been like one problem, God, um, uh, I don't know how to make audiobooks. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I don't, you want me to record and edit sound? Like, you want me to figure this, like, I don't know how to do that. Okay. But I was like, all right, cool. Like, we're not going to argue with God. God's the boss. So I'm like, all right, I'll put it on the calendar. So I put it on the calendar and I'm like, awesome. I'm going to block time to learn how to make an audiobook, to learn how to record sound, to like get over that initial hurdle that would block me. Like, I'm just going to learn how to do it. And like, I'm going to trust that like, maybe just maybe it's not going to be as hard as I'm making it seem. And I am a quick study. Like I can learn. I can learn. I'm a smart human. I can learn. Okay. So I'm like, I'm going to block time to like learn how to record and edit sound and like the path to make an audiobook that makes sense. Okay. Then I'm going to block time to just execute it to just get it done and we're going to get it done by the certain time that God said and we'll just see how it goes and trust that it'll get done okay so this was in February I think like January February I was getting the clarity around this is the vision this is where we're going now I need you to run with endurance and get it done I'm like cool so I from February I had they were all supposed to be done by May okay so I had a few months to get them all done so I sat down and I started learning how to record sound. Like God was pointing me to different resources and people to study to learn how to record. And then I found a platform where I could do the entire process for free. <laughs> right? I'm like, well, one, I record a podcast. So I am editing sound anyway, right? Like I'm literally recording. So like I can do that probably. I can just read a book. <laughs> I'm already doing it for a podcast. I can do it for a book, right? And then I can just edit it and figure out what the sound levels are and all the things. And I can just submit it and, you know, get it done. This is exactly what happened. And all of them were done by April 28th last year when I had the deadline of May. Get them done by May. Okay? But what I want to share is I had a horrible pattern that I just had going on for years. Like, I think my first book came out, I want to say, in 2016. Okay? So from 2016 <laughs> until like 2023, there was no audiobooks just because I had this pattern in my brain that this is hard. I can't figure it out and it's not going to work. Okay. But I do think too, the interesting thing about that, I do think too, that there was something interesting that God was doing between having lived life, having written the book, having all those years go by and then going back and reading it from the voice that I have today you're getting like a very different narrator than even like the author that wrote that book. It's super powerful. So I don't know what God was doing there, but that was pretty neat too. So that whole thing happened, but it just happened 
not because I'm like a cool human or a special human. It's because I changed a pattern and you can too. And I just created the capacity for it. What was my capacity? Supernatural. I decided, look, I know apart from God, I am nothing. I know unless I'm connected to the vine, I ain't producing any fruit. I know what my capacity is by myself. And so I'm not even going to try. I'm just going to connect to my heavenly hookup and trust God to flow through me. God, you gave me the assignment. You gave me these books. You are going to move through me when I just give you my willingness and submission and it'll flow. I just trust you and this is going to be easy and you're going to make it work. I don't know how. Not my job. Not going to get caught up in that. I'm just going to be faithful and let you work. It got done. Okay. But that was just a pattern chain. I recognized a pattern that wasn't working, that was not working for me. So I recognize it. I was like, mm, that ain't gonna work. And then I was like, okay, what is a new pattern that I can create that'll help me reach that vision? Okay, so that's what you can do too. And I had to embrace structure. And then I decided to choose that me making choices that progress, me making choices that bring life, me making choices that help me create what it is that I desire, that is freedom. Not everybody has that choice and I'm gonna embrace it. Freedom is not having a mind that is constantly full of worry, doubt, fear, and anxiety. Freedom is having emotions that serve me. Like living from the kingdom every day is freedom. Like living from righteousness, peace, and joy every day is freedom, especially when you've lived in frustration and hurt and pain and discouragement. When you can live from the kingdom, you build really different things, right? Or having a heart that is pure after walking through hell, (laughs) right? That is freedom. And I'm going to embrace my freedom every single day and help people access it. That is freedom that is freedom. Okay. And I'm going to create what I wish existed. That is freedom. That is freedom. So redefining it and creating structure that serves you. I don't believe that structure is stifling. I believe that it's life-giving. I believe that structure helps me be spontaneous and I love being spontaneous. Like I love having structure because then I can go have friend dates. I love having structure because then if I need to pivot randomly throughout the day, then I can make a pivot happen and not feel bad about it. Structure helps me do that, right? When I'm flustered, when I don't have a plan, then I feel guilty that this thing didn't get done and then this thing's building up and then this gets backed up and then this never happens and now I'm just irritated, right? That doesn't work for me. I don't like that pattern. So I stop the crazy making and I change it intentionally because I'm a responsible, powerful human that can do that and so are you, okay? So when you think about being an unlimited human, we become unlimited with God, right? We become unlimited. God is committed to taking the limits off of us all the time. Whatever limits that we start imposing on ourselves or that other people put on us, God is breaking them all of the time, okay? So think about how can you model the life that you truly desire? How can you create patterns that help you model in life what you truly desire? Right? You don't need a rescue. You already have one. God already gave his life for you and put his life in you. He's given you power twins. He's given you love and he's given you faith to be wildly effective on this earth and create heaven on earth now. Okay? Love meaning you are loved. You'll never be more loved than God loves you right now. There's nothing you could do or not do that changes that. And when you live like you're loved, you show up very different. 
versus when you're trying to get love. When you're trying to get significance, you act like a very different human. But when you live loved and when you live empowered by God, you create a very different life experience for yourself and you model an example of what's possible with him for other people. And that is a pattern, right? Your old man has a pattern. Your new man has a pattern. So I just want to encourage you to think about this. When you become accountable for your life, when you get radically responsible for your life, you're you're willing to do the work it takes to get the outcomes that you desire. You're willing to do those longer periods of preparation so that you can get these outcomes that are so worth it. So worth it, okay? So I like to think about a pattern that I really just embrace in terms of having a capacity. There was people that were talking about me recently that they're like, I don't know what you're doing, but somehow you operate at a totally different capacity than anybody I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) You're just like a high capacity person. And I will tell you that was trained. I used to be a very, very broken person. Okay. I used to be completely bound in my mind. I used to sabotage myself like crazy. I used to be an emotional wreck. I couldn't even feel emotion. I was numb. And then I felt all of them and I had no idea how to process any of them, right? And I was terribly neglected my whole life. I was never nurtured. I was never, gifts weren't cultivated. Identity wasn't cultivated, right? I wasn't seen and people weren't speaking life into me. Like I was like figuring it out. I was hardcore surviving my whole life and I learned a lot of really bad patterns, a lot of really bad patterns. And I put a lot of energy into things that never served me. So when you think about the though, when you actually get freedom, you start putting energy into things that do serve you, you get more energy. So I'm a high energy person now because I know what it is to put all your energy into things that suck life out of you. And that's a miserable place to be, okay? So my new strategy though, I don't take credit for the life, like the energy that I have, the life that I have, the joy that I have, every good and perfect gift is from above. I can't claim credit for that. It's God. (laughs) I tell people in the mastermind and in the life coach certification, I tell them, I'm not this good. It's God. (laughs) Like I can never take credit. Like he full on gets all the glory, right? But my strategy is, I'm going to, like, I already know that if I have the right of way, like if I'm in the driver's seat, I'm in trouble. I have this tendency to get out ahead of God, to lean on my own understanding, to get myself into trouble when I'm operating without God. Like that was my old man. So I already know that that nature was trained. So my my strategy, my pattern that I create instead is just to yield to God. I'm like, nope, I'm just going to give God the right of way from the jump. I'm not even going to try to figure this out. I know that I can't figure it out and God's already got it. Thank you, God. And I'm just going to pray and praise. I'm going to release his word over this situation. I'm going to trust him to show up. So I was joking. I tell people that I'm always like, come through, God, come through. Like I'm just fully expecting him to come all the way through, to flow through me and to do what I could never do by myself and totally blow my mind. Right? So I'm like, come through, Jesus. Come on. Right? So I yield to God. And that's who I'm accountable to. I'm accountable to my power team of God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. 
Okay, I've got this dynamic trio. They've got my back. They love me. They're rooting for me. They're championing me. They never guide me astray. They always lead me in the way. Okay, so I'm going to trust them. I love just consulting with my advisory board. I yield to them. I get advice from them. <laughs> I get sound counsel from them. I get peace from them. I get encouragement. I get everything I need. I'm like, yes. So I'm going to meet by my advisory board. I'm going to yield to that counsel. Then I'm going to do what they tell me to do. I'm going to stay in step. Okay, I'm going to move by grace through faith. Okay by divine enablement. And then I'm going to, because of that, I'm going to sow according to the spirit. I'm going to reap supernatural results from doing that. So I'm going to sow, right? I'm going to sow according to the fruit of the spirit. I'm going to yield or, or receive a return of that in a harvest. Like the harvest is inevitable. My job is to focus on what I'm sowing not the outcomes. The world will teach you focus on the outcome, focus on the outcome. Then what you usually happens? Well, you as a human get really upset and discouraged because you don't have the outcome. Focus on what you're sowing, focus on who you're being and focus on how you're sowing. And that takes care of the outcome. The outcome is coming based on whatever you're sowing. So if you're sowing bitterness, woof, you're going to have a nasty harvest. It's going to be ugly. If you're sowing unforgiveness, you are going to be miserable. If you are sowing jealousy and chaos, you're going to block up all sorts of prosperity in your life. If you are sowing unforgiveness, you're going to shut off promotion in your life. If you are sowing uh, lack and insufficiency, you're going to see it on every side. If you are sowing hatred and malice and mischief, you're going to have some hard lessons. You're going to have uh, a really interesting fall, okay? When you're sowing... Whatever you're sowing, you will reap a harvest of. So if you sow money, you'll reap a harvest of money. That's why God wants us to always be in the flow of money. We're not meant to hoard it. We're meant to constantly be generous and keep it in flow, right? There's more where that came from. If God can get it through, you can get it to you. Release that thing. If you sow kindness, you'll reap kindness. If you sow love, you'll reap love. The best way to get love in your life is to love people. Because if you can picture this, Picture just like a, a hose, okay? Like a, a hose that you're going to water your yard with, okay? Let's say that you are the hose, okay? Like you're actually the hose. God's love flowing through you is the water, okay? So just in allowing God's love to flow through you, you being a great receiver of God's love, okay? He's imparting all this love to you. You receive it. You let it flow out of you and you give it to other people. You release it onto other people. You got wet, <laughs> The best way to love people, right? The best way to receive love is to give it. So whatever it is that you want, give it. And that's how you unlock it and you experience it for yourself. Like you literally experiencing it moving through you. God is everything and you experience him when you look like him and act like him. It's really, really powerful, okay? So what did we learn? We learned that if you are doing something... And being like, I just don't know why. Like, I'm doing this thing. Like, I know what to do. And then I'm doing this. Then I'm not getting this outcome. And I just don't know what's happening. I keep getting my way. Like, I just can't figure it out. Okay, it's not hard. You know what it is? It's a pattern. Done. We figured it out. It is a pattern. And if you don't like the pattern, here's, here's what's great. You've got an imagination. You've got a beautiful mind. A God-given mind where you can use it to focus and come up with another pattern, one that will actually serve you. You can create something that will serve you versus something that will sabotage you, okay? You've got this mind that can create it. You've got a mind that can focus, right? You've got 
a mind that can imagine what it would look like to have that outcome. And you can start closing the gap every day. And you can work with God to give you the strength to focus. You can work with God to show up strong in your weakness. It says in the word that we glory in our weakness because God can show up all the more fully through them. So when I am weak, I'm strong. (laughs) When I don't have a way, God's got it. Right? Very different way of showing up, okay? So patterns. If you don't like it, you can change it. And when you change it and when you start doing things that serve you, you tap into freedom, you tap into fulfillment, you tap into the harvest of what it is that you desire. Now, what might that be worth to you? If it costs too much for you to not change, what does it look like to pay the price to change? What does it look like? I'm at a place in my life where I know that investing in myself is not a luxury. It is a necessity. It is a necessity. So I pay the price. It's not convenient. It's not easy, but I choose it and I get better and better and better. And I surround myself with people that have outcomes that I want. I listen to God for who he's sending me to, to get wise counsel. Like I'm in another, I've been through, I don't even know how many different um, programs, but I've been in so many and I'm in another one right now. I'm in a whole nother ministry school and I've already gone to supernatural ministry school. I'm in a whole nother program because this is a different level and this is what God led me to. And I'm here. I'm here for it. I'm just going to submit and say yes, because God is going to teach me something that's going to help me bless people. It's going to help me accelerate my assignment and I'm going to trust him. So really think about it. What is the cost of perpetuating pain in your life? And how can you create a new legacy? Legacy is going to come from patterns and from decisions that you're choosing every day. And you can choose new decisions and those that support you. And you can surround yourself with people that can make that fun for you. It doesn't just have to be a painful journey. It can actually be a fun one. Trust me. And you can get around people that really inspire you and that are committed to breaking limits off of you, not enabling you to stay stuck in your limitation and in your dysfunction, right? And you can do big, bold, brave things. And create a life that you never dream possible. Truly. And what a gift to give that to people around you. To model that for them as well. So I want to encourage you. Go back and listen to this again if you need to. You're not stuck. You don't have to figure anything out. You just recognize that you have a pattern. Decide if that's working for you or not. And then create a new one. Create a new pattern. What is the new pattern? How is it going to work? Then create it. Go create it by actually doing it every single day, every single day. And when you're weak, you pray (laughs) and you praise God for giving you strength and giving you the ability, right? I call my capacity now, I just call it supernatural capacity. You've got a different capacity than most humans. Yeah, because I'm hooked up to the greatest of all time and I let him give me capacity. (laughs) So I have a supernatural capacity. You wanted to? Here's exactly how I got it. Embrace it and have fun with it. It's so fun to partner and co-create with God. So I wrote about this actually. It's in a, well, one, my first book was called God's Vibes Matter, right? This is all about how you align and track God and all you think, say, and do, right? How you maintain that connection. That's the most important thing. So the first book was about reclaiming your spiritual authority. A lot of times we come into the world, we have no idea 
who God is, that we can have a relationship with him, that we have an inheritance, that we have power and authority, and we have no clue how to use it. So that book was really powerful. And then there's another one that is all about co-laboring with God or co-creating with God. And so this pattern creation is very much like that. So that book would probably really be beneficial for you to listen to. So essentially, I found out early on when I was in coaching that it doesn't work the world's way. I didn't want to be a coach that just pointed people to more self-help and basically an addiction. I wanted to be able to be somebody that could point them to their help, their source, their answers, their solutions, right? So I received this download from God about a different process. And this book goes through that process of how you can actively partner with God in any area of your life. And so this book goes through that. So that might be a really great tool for you. You can find those there at julianapage.com slash books. And all the books are audiobooks, as we just found out. So if you like to listen, you can do that too. Or you can get an actual printed copy. There's a couple of others as well. There is the book Stepping into Royalty, which is really about your identity and how you can start hearing from God and learning about the prophetic. So that's what that book is. And then there's also the Rule and Reign Faith Walking Manual. And that's connected to the 30 days of faith walking. So something interesting that happened here, I wrote this workbook style training manual because I'm like, man, we need to know how to be walking by faith in any season, right? So this book is how to really lean into faith in any season and it's practical. It's like an activation guide. And so what I did was I actually created a program around it too, because my biggest desire is that you don't just get a book is that you live what's in the book, <laughs> right? Like you get the the benefits of living what's in there. So I decided to do it alongside of you and that's what that program is. So it's a a totally guided program. There's coaching connected to it. We've created a bonus journal for that. And because of it being love month, it's on sale. So I highly recommend that as a 30 day journey to just lean into God, to lean into faith, to lean into a new vision, to create a new pattern. Those are all great ways to do it. There's all the other programs in Courage Co as well. The Courage Co training bundle is an entire year, an entire year of changing patterns, if you want to think about it that way. We did master classes and challenges over 24 different trainings on demand for you. And there's coaching on every one of them. And if you go back and listen to it, the wisdom nuggets that are in there, the revelation that is in there, impartation that happens in there, it's insane. Like if you even just got one of those lessons, it would be worth the whole thing. Okay, so that's currently on sale as well. And then you can also join us in the God's Vibes Mastermind, which is so powerful because in the Mastermind, you have community. In the Mastermind, you have weekly live coaching with me and everybody in there and get the benefit of shared testimonies and breakthroughs and just new layers of teaching on the teaching that is in the mastermind. And there's so many bonuses in the mastermind. You get the training bundle for free. You get two free courses. You get guided meditations and visualizations. You get the declaration deck. It's a 52 card declaration deck. So I'm only sharing this because all of these are on sale for Valentine's Day and they shut down on the 15th. So if you want to change your patterns and invest in yourself, there is a little bit of a sense of urgency here just on getting a sale. Otherwise, you can join us at any time for the full price, okay? So don't stay in a pattern that sucks. <laughs> get out, get out of jail free, okay? Like literally, get out of jail and get into your freedom. Get out of hell now, get out. You don't have to stay there, you don't have to live there, right? 
If God paid the price, he paid the price. You don't have to keep suffering unnecessarily. You don't have to carry unnecessary weight. You can learn new things and that will change everything for you. So it'd be my greatest honor to be on the journey with you. It's not random that you're you're hearing this and it's my every intention to stir you up and activate you into the glory and goodness that will radically transform your life when you embrace it. So I hope this message blessed you. You've got some great strategy here, some great teaching. If this message blessed you, it would bless me right back if you would rate the podcast five stars, leave a review on Apple Podcasts, share this podcast with friends. It doesn't take anything. Copy a link, share it on your social media feed, text it to somebody, email it to somebody. Let this bless somebody. If you have a hard time talking to people about God, send them this podcast and let them start listening right? We're blessed to be a blessing. And I just want to encourage you, be generous, be generous with your life, be generous with what you have access to. None of it's random. And it's just such a blessing to have you here. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for investing the time. Thank you for blessing me right back. And until next time, everybody stay blessed. Listen, if you are not plugged into Courage Co yet, what are you doing? Courage Co. is a faith-based community off social media that you can access from your phone or your desktop literally from anywhere. It is a safe place and a sacred space for you to invest in and live your most courageous and impactful story. You can join us for free for prayer calls and challenges, for a monthly subscription where we have monthly masterclasses, or the God's Vibes Mastermind where you will get live master life coaching at a price that you won't get anywhere else, 12 weeks of content that we will go through together or you can navigate at your own pace. You'll have lifetime access to that. A community of women doing this alongside of you, a workbook and so many other materials to help you on your journey. And I just want you to imagine for a second, having the courage, clarity, and focus to achieve anything you desire. Walking into any situation, fully confident, knowing you have everything you need to succeed. Embracing challenges and overcoming obstacles with grace and ease. Feeling only love and compassion for others, no matter how they may have hurt you in the past. Standing up for what you believe in and taking unstoppable action to create the kind of world you want to live in. You're in the right place to take your next step on your journey. When you plug into the God's Vibes Mastermind, I'll teach you how to identify and eliminate the self-limiting beliefs and habits that are stopping you from getting the results you want. I'll teach you how to heal old wounds that have negatively impacted your self-image and self-esteem for far too long. I'll show you how to dismantle the story of who you are and what you can or cannot do in the world. I'll help you expand your consciousness from fear-based limitation to love and compassion and service to the world. I'll help you vanquish the inner enemies that are stopping you from being all that you can be. Release your victimhood and reclaim your power. Develop a aligned mindset and habits to boost your productivity and results. 
gain deeper awareness of your own inner light and divinity, and achieve the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual self-mastery needed to achieve any goal. You will learn how to think the way God formed, shaped, and anointed you to think and succeed the way he always intended and show up in any situation as the most powerful person in the room, no matter what challenges might appear on your path. If this sounds like something that you want to be a part of, I want to invite you to join the God's Vibes Mastermind. You can get plugged into it over at Courage Co. You can access Courage Co. at any level at www.courageco.org. Together, we will awaken your inner warrior spirit and unleash your capacity to achieve any goal you can imagine. You will become an example of what's possible with God.